Welcome to The Well Q&A Podcast. The Well is the student ministry of Key Life Fellowship, which exists to equip students for lifelong service of Jesus Christ. Each week through a QR code given to them at youth, students of The Well anonymously send in various questions they have regarding the lesson or even about various biblical topics. We pray that we may also be a blessing to your Christian walk as together we find all the answers that we need in the Word of God. You want to be humbled? I mean, just straight up knocked down a few notches. I mean, some, just big turns. You ever had the had the radio up way too high, and as soon as you got in your car, it just boom, it smoked you, and then you had to just quickly turn it down? Yeah, what we're going to talk about today is going to be that for you spiritually, I pray. I pray that what we talk about knocks you down, makes you fall and think, wow, what an amazing God that we have. So you guys are thinking, this is a really deep thought, and uh, it comes from a definitely curious heart, curious mind. The question is, if God needs nothing, why did he create me? Why did he create anything? <clears throat> well, here's what we need to understand. We need to understand that God definitely needs nothing. Unfortunately, a lot of people think in complete error that one day God was just lonely and he wanted a friend. So he created us. And we got created because God wanted a friend. That is completely false. God needs nothing. God is, does not have a hole in himself that only we can fill. If that were the case, God would no longer be God, and somebody else would be God. For you to be God, you must be perfect in yourself. God in the beginning. This is something you need to know and, and understand, maybe write down and just ponder. An attribute of God that we don't talk a whole lot about of, uh, about is God's aseity. You spell that A-S-E-I-T-Y. God's aseity is that God has always been, before creation, God was alone. Not he was lonely, but he was alone. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit have always existed. Think of this. Before heaven was created, God was. Before the earth was created, God was. Before angels, demons, Satan were created, God was. Before human beings and all of the creatures of the earth were created, God was just as God is and always will be. And he needed nothing. He was sufficient in being God and existing as God. And he was totally satisfied in himself. What more does God need than God? This is going to blow us away when you, when you, I can't say understand this, but start to get it. Understand this, the first verse in the Bible begins with, in the beginning, God. And man, we could stop there and talk about that for years. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. But before he created the heavens and the earth, there was God. And there is God. And there always will be God. There always has been God. You and I have a beginning. God has no beginning. You and I have a birthday. God has no birthday. 
You and I change. We go through different cycles. We're in a time of our life, if you're a teenager right now, you're going through a lot of changes. God never has and never will and cannot change. God, in the beginning, nobody came to him from some other universe and said, Hey, uh, God, uh, I think you should create the earth, create humans, because they've done a lot of good for me. Man, it'd be so much fun. You could get praise and glory from them. No, that's not how it happened. There was just God. And so what made him want to create us if this was true? He needed nothing, wanted nothing, was completely satisfied in himself alone. What made him create us? Where did he create you? Where did he made him create me? Well, he simply wanted to. That's right. You mean to tell me a God who needed nothing and was completely, perfectly satisfied in him. You mean chose of his own will to create me? Yeah, Ephesians 1, 1 verse 11 says this God predestines everything according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. He works out how much in conformity to the purpose of his will? Everything. Why did he create us? Well, that's pretty simple. Because he wanted to. His good will. Ephesians 1.5, talking really about the same concept in a way, says that he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. What that literally means is he chose to save us by his kind intention. The same is true of everything that he works out. He does it because of his good pleasure and will or his kind intention. God had a kind intention towards all of his creation. He wanted to share and show his glory with creatures. Not that he needed us. He didn't need our glory. He didn't need our worship. He's not impressed. He's not enhanced by us. He needs nothing, remember? And he's always needed nothing. But instead, he wanted to share himself with us. Maybe you think that sounds a little self-centered, but God is the only one worth, we'll use this term for today, flexing. If anybody else flexes what they have, we're just bragging. But God is God. God is perfectly holy. God is the highest being. God is the only eternal being in the true sense. And he did not need us. He needs nothing from us. He gains nothing from us. But the only reason he created us is because he wanted to. Oh, this, this changes the way we think about God, rightfully so when we think biblically about him. And so this should also make the gospel so much greater, if you could even say that, in this. When God created mankind, he said something about them. He said that all of his creation then was not just good, but very good. He created his creatures to glorify him and enjoy him forever because he wanted to do so. He put them in charge of a garden, gave one rule. We know the story, don't we? Man rebelled against him. They were literally in paradise, and then they rebelled against the good, perfect God who created them out of his own good pleasure and will. 
the right thing would have been, these guys don't deserve me. I'm going to wipe them out completely. No more humans. But that's not what happened. You keep reading on in the Bible, and the Lord provided a sacrifice for the sins of the man and the woman who sinned against God. They're perfect, holy, righteous, self-sufficient, eternal creator who had every right to strike them dead. He chose to create them. He can also choose to destroy, but he doesn't. He displays his grace then, and then what he does is, two thousand, or not 2,000 years later, but 2,000 years ago, he sends his son. Fully God, the one who was eternal from the beginning, needed nothing. You know what he did? He sent him to this earth to live the perfect life that no man ever could, and then to die the death that was deserved of the man that God placed here out of his own will. And you know why God chose to save us through Jesus Christ himself? Because he wanted to. Man, God needs nothing, but God has done so much for us that we do not deserve. Our gospel hope is here that the God who needed nothing, who was in want of nothing, chose simply to create us. And when we rebelled against him, he then chose to show us his grace, to showcase his glory, and to share his glory and his attributes and his person with us, people who were unworthy, people who did not even want it by our own will. That is the beauty of God. Our response to this should be rightly worshiping Him and to be amazed by this God. It's been said that the true test of a, of a man is how amazed he is at God's grace. I pray you'd be amazed by this. I pray you'd be amazed by nothing less than the true God of the scriptures.